Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Boy, these people really know how to take care of themselves, don't they? See this headline today? Firm co-owned by Ilhan Omar's husband received $500,000 in a COVID-19 bailout on top of millions from her campaign. $500,000 of COVID bailout money to Ilhan Omar's husband. How many people uh, would would that have uh, fed? Hello, fellow patriots, liberty lovers everywhere. Great to have you along. Here we go, getting underway with our number four, final hour, the Bobby Mack Show for this Monday, Monday edition. Great to have you here. And as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. Just grab the phone and give me a call. Use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number, 800-347-1063. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307 and my email address as always, bob at 1063word.com. $500,000 to Ilhan Omar's husband in COVID-19 relief. Well, at least they didn't just waste the money. To the phones we go beginning in uh, Clinton where Robert is our leadoff batter this hour. Hi, Robert, and welcome to the show. Hello, little Mr. Bob. Let me start off by saying thank you for being a patriot and not just another vanilla rhino wannabe, says they are conservative. Like, <laughs> thank you. It is, uh, it is my pleasure, Robert. Absolutely. Well, as far as what's happening in California and about the backlash, mm-hmm. I almost regret saying this, but you know it's exactly what California needed. Maybe they'll put down the kale and the tofu and <laughs> man up, and maybe even there's got to be a Reagan Republican out there. I mean, we need somebody like Reagan did when he was governor mm-hmm. to tell the Berkeley crowd, shut up, and then <laughs> start really changing California into something great. And, uh, you know... Sometimes we need that kick in the backside. Yeah. We need to suffer a little bit. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, put down the uh, the bond, Berkeley. Put it down the bond. (laughs) I want to say something, too, if I may, about this poor man that got hired in Columbia. First (laughs) of all, 
You're you're talking about uh, Shane Beamer, the new uh, USC football head coach? Yes. Yeah. You know, that poor fella. You know, things were not going well in Oklahoma. No. You better beat Texas. And he was looking for a way out. That's number one. So he called, oh, they're hiring at Carolina? Okay. I know the place. Um, Second, where else can you go for five years losing leave a multi-millionaire maybe he can take that money and invest in danny ford's hemp business <laughs> i mean hey listen, listen Gamecock, i went there i worked for him i know him i really know him i almost had to sue him to get me to pay me oh geez um clips clips and fans are your best friends listen hear hear them now and believe them later Mm-hmm. You got somebody else. You got a different paddle, but you're in the same boat. It's not the coach; it's the culture. Yeah. All USC produces, honest to gosh, and this is a shame. All the Shane Cox produce are alcoholics and people who go to the state house. Oh, I mean, and it must be terrible being a Gamecock when the small school, known as the Coastal Carolina. Chanticleers, big win for them. Third, 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 and fourth string players, and beat the Mormon Plan for America team. Right. You know, it's got to really burn. So, what is the difference? The difference in Clemson is there are coaches, and then there's Dabo. The other thing is with Coastal Carolina, they enjoy playing there. They want to play for there. Yeah, they have fun. um, Yeah, except South Carolina, you'll always be number one in one thing. Underage drinking (laughs) and sheer beer consumption. You are number one. You will always be number one. And so celebrate because you know what it is to be be a shame cop. Well, you know, five points is conveniently located. I'll give you that, Robert. Uh now exactly. granted this this guy don't don't sell this guy necessarily short on recruiting uh because uh he recruited amongst others uh a friend of mine marcus Lattimore, uh and a, and a bunch of other really outstanding players that have gone on to play on sunday uh when he was there with steve spurrier so but you know you're right about the culture i mean you look at uh, you look at uh, Clemson's campus, you look at Georgia, uh, North Carolina, yeah. uh, Alabama, Auburn, the list goes on and on. They're, they're beautiful environments. And then you got South Carolina, and they're down there in Columbia. Uh, they're an urban school. It's a concrete jungle. Yeah. And uh, so, you, you know, you're, you're up against uh, some pretty strong headwinds to begin with. Yeah, well, it's Columbia. That's the worst part. Yeah. And uh, talk about the swamp. Um, They're in between three rivers. They are the center of the swamp physically. But, you know, uh, Danny Ford said it years ago. They asked him, why are you successful up there and and unlike the people down the the road? He said, Mm -hmm. because I'm 115 miles from the state house. But, um, (laughs) you know, Brad Scott's people, some of his recruiters said he, decades ago why can't you recruit in south carolina yeah and i don't know it could have been brad scott himself and he said go talk to the mamas 
of these potential recruits. Mm -hmm. They will talk your ear off about why their baby ain't going to grow up to be a Gamecock. Yeah. And like I said, you mentioned five points. I challenge any parent that claims to be a Christian, seriously, you go down there on a Thursday night. Don't even wait till Friday night. Go down there. Just show up, even during the, the pandemic, scandemic, and you sit down there and you watch your offspring or the offspring of others. And I tell you, after 15 minutes, and this is, I'm no Puritan. I had my good time. But you go down there and you watch that, and there are films of it, you'll be wanting to put a fire hose on it. <laughs> it is absolutely raunch. I mean, nobody wants to turn anything into a monastery. But, you know, I'll just leave it with this. This is what the mama said. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be Gamecocks. Well, I don't, anyway. I don't, I don't, I don't know, Robert, that I'm in a position to talk about any of this stuff because uh, I'm a pike. And uh, and and Pikes, you know, Pi Kappa Alpha, uh, they they have yep. a they have a well established and uh, and well earned reputation as well. So I I probably uh, don't don't uh, have a leg to stand on when it comes to that. Thank you for the call, Robert. I appreciate it. <laughs> song and all. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. It is a it is a, a tough place uh, to recruit. Uh, text line reacting. Yeah, and Clemson doesn't party at all. <laughs> Gamecock fans uh, reacting uh, on here. Uh, not with uh, charity and love. <laughs> we'll see if we can catch up with a few of those. And go back to the phones as well when I come right back. Quarter after six here on the Bobby Mack Show. Bonus hour rolls on on Monday here in WORD. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at 
at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. God, that story just gets on my last nerve. All these people losing their businesses, uh, finding themselves in financially disastrous situations, uh, the depression that goes along with that, uh, the alcoholism that's being created by all these lockdowns and stay-at-home orders and all this stuff, and Ilhan Omar's husband gets $500,000 in COVID-19 relief. This is, it's, it's not right. It's just as simple as that. It's just not right. Uh, in on the text line, Bobby, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, Robert, your previous caller is a Clemson or Coastal fan. Laugh out loud. That was a big win for Coastal the other night. You know, they were supposed to play Liberty, and uh, Liberty canceled. I guess they had a bunch of Wuhan flu cases. And BYU said, we'll come and play you. We'll play anybody, anytime, anywhere on two days' notice. So they flew across the country and, uh, and played uh, Coastal and, and went down to the last play of the game. And uh, Coastal pulled it out. Those, those uh, kids down there were going nuts. It was good to see. Uh, that guy's a good coach, too. That team has fun. It's nice to see kids having fun playing football. Uh, Rose is uh, next up. She is, of course, in Boiling Springs. Hello, Ray- Rose. Good evening to you. How are you? I'm just fine, Bobby. Excellent. Uh, I would not doubt if uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will cause a lockdown and uh, and martial law, and because uh, nobody would take the vaccine. Uh, people would be crazy if they would take that vaccine, yeah. knowing where it originated from. And the thing about it is, uh, the thing about and just it speaks about it in the Bible, uh, Bobby, that uh, times uh, there'll be times of trouble and everything else. And they just they I, I can't I, my mind just will not comprehend what is going on out here. Trump needs to get in office, but I'm pretty sure they're not going to let him. Well, they're, they're certainly uh, are presenting every obstacle they can do it, uh, they can to it, rather. Uh, Obama appointed yeah. judges saying, oh, yeah, we saw that evidence, but uh, there's nothing really there. Well, I've got one stimulus bill, uh, stimulus bill, and it was added to my, uh, but that was on Nancy Pelosi cut off the stimulus bill. Right. And... Uh, so because uh, it would have helped Trump, one. yeah, she did that because it would have yeah. helped Trump. Yeah, it would have, and so, uh, but I, I tell you, it's just all the way around a total mess out here, Bobby. And I don't look for it to really get any better. Well, we can but hope. 
We can but hope. Thank you, Rose. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping. I'm I'm hoping it will, but yep. I'm got skeptical mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, hang in there. Hang in there, hon. We haven't seen Act 3 yet. Okay. I will. <laughs> good deal. Good to talk to you as always, Rose. Have a good evening, hon. Uh, let's go to a Dean. Next up, he's on his mobile phone, as the Brits like to say. Hi, Dean, and welcome to the show. Hello, Bobby. I'm first-time caller. Aha! Well, then Money Penny has uh, some welcoming cowbell for you. I think she has it handy there. All right. There we go. Welcome. All right. I want to ask about a point you brought up a few minutes ago mm-hmm. uh, about uh, going to the Supreme Court with all of this. Right. What I'm my question is, what if it makes it so far? Our it's obvious our elected officials are not doing a very good job at this, and it's an obvious the election was stolen. Right. But anyway, what if Biden, it goes long enough to Biden to get inaugurated, then that the Supreme Court decides, hey, all this was a bunch of junk, what what do we do now? What will happen then? That's a good question. Now, here's another aspect of it, too, because uh, the Attorney General, Bill Barr, who has been a massive disappointment, Uh, similar to his predecessor. Uh, Bill Barr the other day reappointed John Durham as a special prosecutor to investigate all the stuff that happened four years ago. Now, that could include stuff that Biden was involved in. What if uh, Durham does complete his... I mean, it's not likely with, you know, if Biden's in the White House that this guy is going to risk his career and essentially his life uh, by trying to indict... Uh, Biden or his son or any any of the Biden minions uh, in this business. But there's there's a lot of unanswered questions here. Now, uh, in regard to the question that you posed, Biden is inaugurated. He's already in the White House. uh, And then uh, the uh, Supreme Court. I I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know if it would happen, if the logistics of it would happen in that fashion. By that, I mean, it seems to me that the emerge, the, uh, the Supreme Court would, would take this case uh, under uh, some kind of uh, emergency protocol where all of this uh, would be dealt with before Inauguration Day. Uh, but again... Uh, more questions than answers right now, Dean. Right. That's looking like that's not going to happen before Inauguration Day. Yeah. I could very well be wrong. I hope I am. Uh, one more thing I wanted to bring up. Sure. Uh, it's about some Bible prophecy. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's known that uh, Jerusalem had to be recognized as a capital of Israel before the Second Coming. Right. Also, also... Before the rapture can happen, there'll be seven years of trials and tribulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it when it gets so bad that nothing else can be done except Jesus coming to rapture his followers up to heaven. Uh, what I'm wanting, thinking is, could this possibly be the start of the seven years if Biden gets in and it? And if he does, and it looks like it's going to be really bad. Yeah. Uh, I just, I'm just bringing up that point. What, what do you think about something like that? That uh, it, uh, it struck a responsive chord because I was, I was talking the other day. I don't know if you happened to hear it or not, 
But I was talking the other day about this conjunction of uh, Saturn and Jupiter uh, that's coming yes. up later this month. And yes. and now some of the astronomers that I've been reading information about, because it's it's a beautiful sight uh, to see these, these two planets so closely together. Uh, now a bunch of the astronomers, the ones that are not, you know, a totally... Uh, nothing but science and, and no religion, uh, are saying that they believe that uh, a conjunction of, of these two planets may have been uh, the star, what was, what we think of as the star of Bethlehem? Yes. And, I have heard that. Yeah. And... Uh, I've heard everything from that to a spaceship, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we know what's happened to the last guys who thought there was a spaceship behind, uh, what was it, the comet that was going past? Yes, right, right. <laughs> wow. But, of course, uh, they, so, were in, they were in California after all, so there you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be fascinating right. to watch it play out. Uh, we, are, we are certainly living in interesting times. Interesting times, very, to say the least. Yep. Thanks <laughs> for the call, Dean. Good to you have you here. Okay. Yep, good to have right, you here as a first-time caller. Don't be a stranger. 629 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Little Annie is ready to go in the news center. I'm right back on the other side. i, I got a couple of things I want to share with you. Um, the, uh, the column today about uh, the so-called fact-checking of the significant election problems in Georgia and uh, the words of a... Uh, world-renowned microbiologist about COVID-19. Uh, all that and more still to come here on the Bobby Mack Show on Monday. <laughs> Welcome back. 6.36 now, 24 before 7 here on the Bobby Mack Show. So uh, Governor Kemp down in Georgia and the uh, Secretary of State down there, they recertify the election results knowing... Uh, the election results are, uh, are a bunch of crap. Uh, there was a, a column today uh, that I wanted to share. It has some interesting stuff in here. A big tech-backed fact-checking outfit, and, and I put as much credibility in fact-checking outfits uh, as I do pollsters, uh, claimed to debunk explosive evidence in support of Republicans' claims of significant election problems at a Thursday Georgia Senate hearing, it didn't. Uh, the fact-checking, debunking it, not even close. Newly discovered security footage from Georgia State Farm Arena showed dozens of ballot counters, media, and Republican observers leaving en masse at the same time from the ballot-counting area for Fulton County. After they left, a small remnant of about four workers began pulling trunks containing thousands of ballots from underneath a table with a long tablecloth and running them through machines. The footage supported claims from Republicans that they were told counting had stopped for the night, only to find out hours later that it had kept going. Uh, you can watch the video. It's, uh, it's out there. On Friday morning, a group called Lead Stories published a hoax alert, as they called it, falsely claiming to have debunked the security video. 
So naturally, the Washington Post, Newsweek, and other outlets followed along, criticizing non-leftist journalists for giving the video traction. In fact, uh, these uh, people in this poll counting center were sent home while ballot counters and scanners were retained and kept working, and no one told the press or other observers they were done counting. Georgia Republican Party Chairman David Schaefer has consistently said that's what happened beginning hours after the election. That claim, which he has repeated consistently, is backed up by sworn affidavits from two Republican observers who further allege they were kept an unreasonable distance from the ballots even while they were it, uh, they were in State Farm Arena, making it completely impossible to meaningfully do their jobs. Lead Stories says there was never an announcement made to the media and other observers about the counting being over for the night and them needing to leave, according to Francis Watson, chief investigator for the Georgia Secretary of State, who was provided information by the media liaison who was present. While Lead Stories doesn't name that individual, the media liaison who was present that night, according to the affidavits, was Regina Waller, the Fulton County Public Affairs Manager for Elections. Okay, so on the one hand, you have sworn affidavits from observers saying that supervisors told ballot counters to go home for the evening shortly after 10 p.m. and a video showing everyone leaving in mass at that time. And on the other hand, you have two government officials promising that no one was told that counting was over. Is there any other evidence to consider? Well, on election night, ABC News reported that ballot counters were sent home at the time that the Republican observer said everyone was told that counting had stopped. Local NBC journalists on site that night independently confirmed they were told counting was done for the night and given no indication it would continue before the next morning. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution even reported of a plan to stop Scanning ballots at the same time, the poll watchers said things were shut down. They planned to stop scanning absentee ballots at 10.30 and pick it back up in the morning. No official could explain before press time why Fulton was stopping its count of absentee ballots at that time, only saying that was the procedure. As planned, Fulton County will continue to tabulate the remainder of absentee ballots over the next two days, blah, blah, blah. So some debunking there, guys. The video supports the claim from the affidavits. And while conspiracy theories about election fraud abound, ranging from the New York Times claim that there was no election fraud anywhere in the entire country to dramatic claims of a global conspiracy involving the voting machines, the Trump campaign's official claims are sober and serious. State Republican Chairman David Schaefer and President Trump filed a criminal complaint in state court on Friday regarding tens of thousands of votes they say were fraudulent. Trump and Schaefer allege, for example, that votes came from 2,560 felons, 66,247 underage registrants, 
2,423 people who were not on the state's voter rolls, 4,926 voters who had registered in another state after they registered in, in Georgia, making them ineligible. 395 people who cast votes in another state in the same election, 15,700 voters who had filed national change of address forms without re-registering, 40,279 people who had moved counties without re-registering, 1,043 people who claimed the physical impossibility of a post office box as their address, 98 people who registered after the deadline, among others, 10,315 people who were deceased on election day, 8,718 of whom had been registered as dead before their votes were accepted. The fact check was originally written by Alan Duke and Hallie Golden, although Golden's name was removed from later versions of the story. Golden is a freelance writer whose work regularly appears in The Guardian, a left-wing publication. Alan Duke, a CNN entertainment reporter, retired from the left-wing outlet after 26 years. Earlier versions of the story included a mathematical error about whether the votes were counted after observers left State Farm Arena could have affected the outcome of the election. The authors falsely wrote that they couldn't have when they certainly could have. Makes sense to me. Uh, in on the text line 71307, hey Bob, forget a wallet card for the vaccine. Now they're touting a phone access for all those who have taken it. Am I crazy or are we getting closer to the mark of the beast? Um, oh yeah, and a reminder, uh, Bobby, a sitting president can't be indicted under the Constitution. That's true. Uh, Bobby, your previous caller, Robert, was too rough on the uh, Gamecocks' new coach. Baby Beamer will take the U of SC's program 360 degrees. See you in five years. Uh, Bobby, good for BYU. Go play and try to win. Yeah, you got to love their attitude. Bobby, correct me if I'm wrong, but if, uh, if there's a 98% survival rate of COVID and the vaccine is only 94% effective, even with common core math, you'd be better off taking your chances without the vaccine, a vaccine that has been rushed. Quarter before seven here on the Bobby Mack Show. Quick break here, right back with the closing minutes of the Monday, Monday bonus hour here on WORD. Howdy, welcome back. Closing minutes of the uh, Bobby Mack Show here on this Monday evening. So without further ado, uh, let's go ahead and uh, bring in uh, Gary Goodvoice and get to ATF. Go right ahead, Gary. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, Bob McClain presents Amazing, Amazing True, True Facts. Ah, uh, yes. Joined for ATF today, as always, by at least one Bobette, Miss Moneypenny, in our studios. Would that be me? 
You old enough, Money Penny, to remember Laverne and Shirley? Yes, I yeah. used to watch it all the time. Yeah, great show. Uh, sad news: David Lander, aka Squiggy, from uh, that show, passed away on Friday. He was seventy-three. Uh, complications from MS. He was first diagnosed in 1984, uh, but didn't make it public until 1999. He always had great entrances on Laverne and Shirley. There is no reason on earth why Prince Charming cannot walk through our front door. Hello. (laughs) Cheryl, believe me, I am not sick, and there is nothing in this place that will make me sick. Hello, girls. (laughs) Who knows who will show up this year? I know, the same people who show up every year. People I didn't want to see then, people I don't want to see now, and people I don't ever want to see again. Hello. (laughs) Nothing can depress me once I put my mind to it. Hello. (laughs) There's better guys. Handsome, rich guys with class. Hello. (laughs) Great stuff. That was a good show. I want to know how much pomade they use for that show. A bunch, or axle grease. We're not sure which. Uh... That was, David Lander, of course, played, uh, uh, played uh, Squiggy. And uh, he talked about uh, how, uh, how Squiggy uh, came to be on Laverne and Shirley. Penny called me and said, David, this is strange, but I'm doing a TV show for ABC called Laverne and Shirley. But without a pilot, we don't have any running characters other than Laverne and Shirley. I was thinking... Lenny and Squiggy, which Michael and I have been doing since college, she said, I think they might be good last-ditch dates for the girls. So if you could come to the party tonight. So we sat down, and Rob Reiner turned around and said, so you're going to do Lenny and Squiggy? And the whole party stared at us, and Michael and I, we just went into a bit that we had never done before, nor have we ever done since, and everybody laughed. And I went home, and the next day, Gary Marshall, who I don't think was there for it, said, I hear those two guys are funny. Maybe they could be on the show. I said, really? Yeah, Lenny and Marvin. I said, no, no, you can't switch their names. Let's just leave it. Lenny and Squiggy. Two weeks later, we were doing them on television. Yeah, the, uh, the Michael he's talking about there, of course, is uh, Michael McKean and uh, David Lander. Uh, funny, funny stuff that they did. Saw today that uh, Bob Dylan sold his music catalog. How much did he get for that? No, no figures have been listed, but we do have numbers for somebody else who has uh, done the same thing. Yeah, I heard about those numbers too. Mm-hmm. We uh, we have a music bed that's appropriate for this, I believe. Stevie Nicks sold an eighty percent stake in her music publishing catalog. For $100 million. That is crazy. $100 million and you only get 80%? <laughs> yeah, cough up a, a 10 or 20 more and get the whole thing. Uh, the deal includes tracks from Stevie's solo career, uh, as well as, of course, Fleetwood Mac, Edge of 17. In the background there, Landslide and, of course, Dreams. Wow. And finally this evening, a guy is talking about how his portable phone charger caught fire while he was sleeping, and right on cue, it explodes and bursts into flames. Listen here. Oh, you don't have that? No, sir. Oh. I'll, uh, the last one I had was Stevie Nicks. Huh. 
Okay, well, suffice it to say, <laughs> that's what happened. He was talking about his phone charger uh, catching fire in the, in the middle of the night, and uh, then uh, as he's talking about it, boom, thing boils up. Uh, there you go. There's ATF for today. Thanks so much for being along. As always, do it again tomorrow. God bless. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 